Greetings and welcome to the third edition of the Corona Chronicles. Because lies are the virus and truth is the cure. I'm Mel Fabregas from VeritasRadio.com. If you haven't listened to the first and second editions, I would highly suggest that you stop this video and listen to them so you can catch up. It's important that you follow in chronological order. Also, if you're one of those who defend everything about Bill Gates, you consider him a savior and can't wait to be vaccinated and microchipped so you can be tracked like cattle. Stop and go back to your regularly scheduled programming on your Tel vision. Stay with me only if you want to be exposed to the unadulterated truth. Oftentimes the truth will hurt, but hopefully it will set you free. The Corona Chronicles is brought to you as a courtesy of VeritasRadio.com. It takes time and resources to produce if you want to support a true independent platform, free from corporate tentacles or censorship, become a member at VeritasRadio.com. You will have access to all of our material, hundreds of life-changing interviews. Also, we have recently reopened our forum with thousands of members where we are free from the claws of the tech tyranny, the digital dictatorship that is known for censoring the truth. A safe environment where people around the world Share information without fear. Visit VeritasRadio.com for more information. Let's begin. Have you noticed that always the same people who sell the panic sell the pill? This is why it's frustrating to see so many people wanting to get in line to get the shot, just like they do every winter with the flu shot. Wait a minute. Why is there a flu shot pushed every year if there is no cure for the flu? Shouldn't the flu shot include antibodies? that should protect you at least for a number of years? No. And remember, those who are vaccinated shed the virus. Have you ever been to sections of a hospital where it's clearly stated, if you have been recently vaccinated, do not enter? Why? Because those patients have immunosuppressed conditions and vaccinated people will shed, including one of the ingredients of the shot, coronavirus. The purpose of these Corona Chronicles is for me to distill a lot of the information that I've been getting in the past few days. For example, Russia has the sixth longest contiguous border in the world, and it's with China. It measures 4,209 kilometers or 2,650 miles. As of this recording, Russia has 18,328 confirmed CV cases. That's coronavirus. I'm going to refer to as CV and 148 deaths. Isn't it interesting also that India's population is almost equal to China with almost 1.4 billion people. They share a 3,488-kilometer border with China. And as of this recording, they have 10,453 confirmed CV cases and 358 deaths. Then I started digging. What are the countries with the biggest impact are those countries that would be most profitable in the event of a cure or a treatment. And perhaps that is why Dr. Fauci and company continue to push back whenever hydroxychloroquine, a $20 alternative, is mentioned. Imagine that, a multi-billion dollar problem and solution solved with a $20 drug that can no longer be patented. Bill Gates' puppets at the CDC, the WHO, and a certain political party don't want to let this happen. They've created a problem. They've created a reaction. 
And now the solution is backfiring. And people are waking up. The following is from Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who wrote this a few days after his 40-year-old granddaughter and her 8-year-old son died in a freak canoe accident. I'm not going to get into the details, but you should research where she was working and her connections to Gates, Feinstein, and the rest of them. Here's that excerpt. Quote, Promising to eradicate polio with $1.2 billion, Bill Gates took control of India's National Advisory Board, the NAB, and mandated 50 polio vaccines, up from five, to every child before the age of five. Indian doctors blamed the Gates campaign for a devastating vaccine strain polio epidemic that paralyzed 496,000 children between 2000 and 2017. In 2017, the Indian government dialed back Gates' vaccine regimen and evicted Gates and his cronies from the NAB. Polio paralysis rates dropped precipitously. In 2017, the World Health Organization reluctantly admitted that the global polio explosion is predominantly vaccine strain, meaning it is coming from Gates' vaccine program. The most frightening epidemics in Congo, the Philippines, and Afghanistan are all linked to Gates' vaccines. By 2018, three-quarters of global polio cases were from Gates' vaccines." Unquote. And did you know that for years, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation has heavily invested in Monsanto, especially when it comes to agriculture in developing countries? Let me tell you about the seed of suicide and how Monsanto is destroying farming. This is all connected, so bear with me. There is an epidemic of farmers' suicide in India from the company's growing control over cottonseed supply. 95% of India's cottonseed is now controlled by Monsanto. Monsanto offers credit to the farmers with genetically modified sterile seeds called Terminator technology by the media. However, if for any reason the seeds are faulty or the weather kills the crops, the farmers are still liable. This is what's causing an alarming number of suicides. And this is another reason why Monsanto and the Gates are not well-liked in India. Since the coronavirus vaccine will probably won't be welcome in India, could this be why the numbers are so low? About the seeds of destruction, you can listen to this in some of my interviews with the well-respected researcher William Engdahl. And why am I bringing Monsanto up, which was recently acquired by Bayer? Because Bill Gates is partnering with them to produce the coronavirus vaccine. If coronavirus really was as dangerous as they say it is, India would have dead bodies stacked higher than the Taj Mahal in all major cities. Every day would be its own holocaust of at least 6,000 deaths. As of this recording, India has 358 deaths. Is the U.S. leading in deaths because we're counting majority of all deaths as COVID-19? Or because we lead the world in poorest health? Or is it because of the third leading cause of death in America being medical errors? Or is it all three? Our numbers are off the chart compared to the rest of the countries. Something is definitely not right. Could it be because the United States will be the most profitable country for Gates and Monsanto if and when a treatment or cure or a vaccine becomes available? A former pharmaceutical sales rep told me once that the reason why the United States 
is more expensive as it relates to pharmaceutical products more than any other country in the world is because we can afford them. And that's why there is legislation that does not allow the government to negotiate pricing with pharmaceutical companies in the United States. Now, here are some headlines. SBA, Small Business Administration Loan Applications, last year were nearly 60,000. Last week, 500,000. That should tell you the amount of pain small business is suffering right now. And that's not counting the millions of employees who have been let go. Here's the bottom line. Economic health is inextricable from public health. They go hand in hand. And every week I receive hundreds of messages, but it's very difficult for me to be able to read them all. But I choose a few that I deem important. This one comes from Mike T. He says, I've bitten my tongue until it's bled and can't stay silent anymore while the masses acquiesce to the removal of the few remaining natural rights we have or had. Even worse, many are embracing it, calling for a further removal of rights or going so far as to try and become advocates for this corrupt system by imposing it upon each other. The consequences of speaking out against this attack against humanity, at any cost, will be far less than keeping my mouth shut and allowing it to continue. The America I go out in every day is not the land of the free and the home of the brave. This is the land of the lockdown and home of the cowardly. This pandemic is a scam on every level, which I'll get into later. But even if you believe the official narrative, one plus one does not equal two here. Firstly, and most importantly, it is not the government's responsibility, nor its right, to enact or enforce any doctrine which forces you to protect your own health. And you can't be certain none of this lockdown is for your health or safety. If they cared all about the value of human life, the leading cause of death worldwide is from abortion. Where is the massive outreach and direction to provide better support for expectant mothers and reproductive health services? Heart disease is the leading cause of adult mortality in the U.S., with nearly 650,000 dying every year. Where is the massive shutdown to address this issue? Cancer is just behind that, with nearly 600,000 deaths in the U.S. each year. Have we banned carcinogenic ingredients in our foods, cosmetics, household cleaners, furniture, fluoride in the water, or other man-made products? Recent studies of medical errors have estimated errors may account for as many as 251,000 deaths annually in the United States, making medical errors the third leading cause of death. For crying out loud, nearly 50,000 people in the U.S. kill themselves intentionally by suicide each year. Where is the massive funding into mental health services? And yet, fast food hasn't skipped the beat during this shutdown, and liquor stores are essential businesses. And do you know why liquor stores and cannabis dispensaries are considered essential during the COVID-19 pandemic? Here are some reasons. Closing liquor stores could lead to more crowded hospitals. Liquor stores are a moneymaker for the government, and it's also due to psychological well-being. The government says it's because if someone is dependent on alcohol and they can't get it, they can go into withdrawal and die. I actually think it's because they want people sedated, and the least people who will protest the lockdowns, the better. This is not about protecting you or I. 
Yet, the government is forcing people to stay home through coercion and threat of force, thereby violating our natural, not to mention constitutional rights, which is wrong under any pretense. Even if you believe what they're selling, this is not a quote-unquote deadly virus. They state people may have it and don't even know or have very mild symptoms. Have you ever heard of a mild case of malaria? How about a mild case of rabies? They act as though our body has no natural immune response to protect itself. If you are in fear or have a weakened immune system, it is your right to protect yourself, but the government has no say in what healthy people must do to protect themselves from any natural or artificial forces. There's much research out there by professionals who are far better read and knowledgeable than I am on the issue, but I will summarize some facts that are important for you to research on your own. The supposed COVID-19 has never been isolated, purified, genetically mapped, and shown to be the cause of any disease, nor has it been proven to be contagious. The PCR test they're using as a diagnostic tool whose inventor said it should not be used for diagnosis, does not even test for a virus. It looks for genetic material via running several cycles of amplification to be able to detect said material. This test is conducted using the maximum number of cycles allowed without giving too many quote-unquote allowable false positives. After all, if enough cycles were run, anybody would have a false positive. Many of the tests have already been found to be contaminated with this supposed virus. More importantly, the test is incapable of determining how much of the genetic material you have in your body, which is foundational to knowing if you even have an infection. So, not only are they creating a false pandemic of positive results via ludicrous testing methods, let's get to the quote-unquote deaths. 99% of quote-unquote deaths recorded in Italy had major underlying health issues. There are many doctors speaking out about how the numbers are being grossly inflated due to top-down directives to report COVID-19 as the cause of death on any case where it is presumed it could have contributed toward death. People are speaking out against this nonsense where the media is saying the loved ones died of coronavirus when they were fatally ill before this whole quote-unquote outbreak even occurred. Furthermore, if you investigate the current total death rates, there is no statistically significant spike in deaths year over year, which reflects the fact that there are not new deaths from a new disease. They're simply appropriating deaths that would have been attributed and reported as another cause, as being caused by COVID-19, to create this pandemic. As a side note, listen to the language they use when reporting. It seems to have switched to died after testing positive for, not died from. Not to mention states receive a lot of funding for each COVID-19 death. We only have rights if we choose to exercise them. We are at a very dangerous precipice to lose humanity as we know it. We are also at the greatest opportunity ever to unite against this system which seeks total control over us through a wholly artificial construct. This system is dreamt up by psychopaths and carried out by idiots, the ignorant, via their following orders. It seeks to create a one-world currency, one-world governance, and total control over this reality in which we coexist. 
See UN Agenda 2021 and 2030. The truth has always been there for those with eyes to see and ears to hear. They always include the truth hidden within their lies. Even the mainstream media has had doctors exposing the death certificate fraud. It's also been caught recycling footage from other countries and even pictures from movies, putting them forward as news to create fear and panic. I've been researching this truth for nearly 12 years now, and there is no quote-unquote theory to this conspiracy. From research over the last year, I've come to the conclusion that viruses do not exist as they've been described. They've never been shown to be the cause of any disease, but rather are exosomes. They are genetic material excreted from cells via an immune response and may actually be useful, acting as a solvent to help remove damaged tissue from our body. Many bacteria act the same way, and yet we take antibiotics to suppress our own immune response, thereby leaving the damaged tissue in our body, making us more susceptible to future disease or infection. The difference between these two microbes are that viruses aren't even alive. So what is this nonsense about how to quote-unquote kill a virus? These claims have even been held up in German Supreme Court, where Dr. Stefan Lanka won a high-profile case proving that the measles virus does not exist. Yet, they're still vaccinating their children for it. Again, if you believe in vaccines, you have every right to get injected all day long. But they're heading toward mandatory vaccinations. What happened to my body, my choice? Does that only apply when someone wants to end a life? The most outrageous argument of those who are for mandatory vaccines is that an unvaccinated person may infect vaccinated people. Let that sink in. If you believe that a vaccine protects you from infection, then what risk does an unvaccinated person pose to you? As for the elephant in the room, 5G. While I would not claim it is responsible for every person diagnosed with COVID-19, after all, they're presuming every health an ill person to have COVID-19 before even diagnosing. It poses an undeniable danger to our health, our natural environment, and our freedom. Zero industry-funded safety studies have been conducted. Thousands of doctors and scientists have warned us of this technology, and the implications on our world are profoundly negative. There is an undeniable link between every quote-unquote pandemic our species has faced and the production of new artificial electromagnetic waves. The book, The Invisible Rainbow, documents this very well. The fact that Trump signed the Secure 5G and Beyond Act in the midst of this pandemic speaks volumes as to the importance to them for rolling this agenda out. Is that really essential business during this quote-unquote pandemic, Mr. President? The millimeter waves are dangerous. Militarized technology, not just a simple step up from the 4G LTE networks, which were bad enough already. The fact that when operating at 60 gigahertz as the microcells that will be set up in front of your houses on every other light post, virtually everywhere, mind you, are designed to do, the radiation is largely absorbed by oxygen molecules. Do you think if oxygen molecules were absorbing radiation causing their electrons to spin erratically, that it could just maybe pose a risk to our respiratory health? I don't know, you tell me. If there is a sudden spike 
in these bizarre respiratory systems after an extensive 5G rollout. I think you can do the math. We are electromagnetic beings first and foremost, and the chemicals and matter are only secondary to those electromagnetic impulses. Again, if we do not unite and say no to this agenda, it will be the end of humanity as we knew it. Would you be able to look your children or grandchildren in the eye and say that you did everything you could to stand against this tyrannical cabal? Or will you say that you were staying home like a good little slave, taking selfies with your mask on? Our society is slipping out from underneath us, based on irrational fear. Step into your power and stop this nonsense. This goes threefold for those in police and military. I know there are still many kind, righteous people in those professions. Use your higher mind and don't simply, quote-unquote, follow orders. Protect and serve the people, your family, and your friends. Give your neighbors a hug. Continue your family gatherings. Reopen your businesses. Go to your church or wherever you would normally gather. If our government still operates under the Constitution and Declaration of Independence upon which it was founded, then there is no law that can be created which holds any power over you that can prevent you from doing so. Despite what many may think, or how many may behave, our origin is divine. Stand in your power, in your divinity, in peaceful defiance of this agenda. This can only be won through unified defiance and peaceful non-compliance. This war cannot be fought with violence. Those who live by the sword will die by the sword. Say no to this lockdown. Say no to 5G. Say no to a cashless society. Say no to mandatory vaccination. Say no to the removal of our liberties. Say yes to community, love, and compassion. And that's the end of his message. And by the way, do you know what worries Bill Gates the most? The booming population of Africa. He says that by the end of this century, there will be 4 billion people extra on Earth, and 3 billion of these extra souls will be born in Africa. What do you think Bill Gates' true solution for Africa's well-being will be? I'll let you come to your own conclusion. And I'm sure you know this by now. Sweden, which did not implement a draconian lockdown, sees their death rate collapsing even as of today. After this is all over, I guess we'll have to pay attention to what Sweden did. And of course, many people are sending me pictures of the Denver airport. You may have traveled through the Denver airport and have seen all those mysterious murals. Notice the soldier is wearing a mask to protect him from something airborne, such as a pandemic virus. We also see a city in destruction, death, women crying, and also what appears to be weak people on foot taking off. What is going on now? So a virus pandemic, military about to be deployed, and they have already. Verge of quarantines and orders being passed to jail those breaking quarantine and lockdown guidelines. Add all that up, and it could very well be like the mural in the Denver airport. And many of you may have heard or may have seen that back around 1995, something came out, an Illuminati card game. It's all predictive programming. One could say it's a coincidence. 
once that there's more than one card depicting events that happened almost like the card depicts, and it's no longer a coincidence. These cards foretold massive future Earth-shattering events, such as 9-11. You can see the Twin Towers and something crashing into it. Also, the Pentagon on fire. You can see two cards with a tsunami and a nuclear accident. And you look at the titles, Tidal Wave and Nuclear Accident. Well, that ended up happening in Japan on March the 11th, 2011. If for some reason you aren't aware of, of that, just do a search for Japan tsunami and nuclear accident. And I'm sure you know what it is. Another card shows an oil spill and bird in oil. That's exactly what happened in May of 2010. I covered that with other reporters. Are you catching on? Well, there's also these cards unfolding now. The titles, Epidemic and Goal, Population Reduction, Quarantine, and you see the green cloud rising above a city like New York. None of this is BS. Any of you can look up the Denver Airport murals and the Illuminati card game and find all of this for yourself. All this cannot be a coincidence, as I said. It's too much and too intense for that possibility. In order to get the new world order and one world currency through, you need a worldwide event to occur, to destroy people on so many levels, as they will be begging for it. The virus, which most all would survive through, is the cover story to shut everything down and push forth this agenda. It's all right there, currently right before our very eyes. It'll be the perfect way into the new world order and a one world currency. And the craziest part is the sheeple will be begging for it, just like they are begging for the central banks to come and save them now. You see it on your social media. You see how many people argue against the truth, and they just want to repeat what the mainstream media tells them. Time is limited at this point. I suggest you prepare, and most of all, please be kind and love one another. That's the only thing we can do to make this less difficult for us all. And that was another message. And here's another one. This one is titled, Perspective Everyone. Because a lot of people are saying, did somebody say that the U.S. has more cases than Germany, France, or Italy? Wow, that is really interesting. We'll take a look at the map over Europe. Of course, we have more. And of course, you also have to factor in all those fake results that they're getting. Now, this is what a communist country does. Is this how you want America? Note that the most severe punishment is only around money. But no punishment if people die from your product. Looks similar to the U.S. law that says you cannot sue a vaccine manufacturer. Not sure why people are okay with that. I know there are many pro-vaxxers watching this video right now. I'm talking to you. Can you look at your child or a loved one in the eye, take into the pediatrician to the doctor and have them be vaccinated when you know you have absolutely no recourse? There's no guarantee on the safety of your child and there's no informed consent. Why would you want to play Russian roulette with your child? I'd be very curious to know what your logic is. More messages. Here's another one. We all have viruses in our bodies, including all sorts of coronaviruses. Sometimes they flare up and people get symptoms, such as 
a cough or a fever. In most cases, the symptoms are mild and COVID-19 will behave just like a cold or a flu. Only old, sick people may experience an accelerating dying process. COVID-19 is now blamed for everything and noted as a cause of death. This is wrong and dangerously misleading. And another one. Doesn't matter what the press says. Doesn't matter what the politicians or the mobs say. Doesn't matter if the whole country decides that something wrong is something right. This nation was founded on one principle above all else. The requirement that we stand up for what we believe, no matter the odds or the consequences. When the mob and the press and the whole world tell you to move, your job is to plant yourself like a tree beside the river of truth and tell the whole world, no, you move. And the next one came from an anonymous source. Where do we draw the line? We are not allowed to relax at the beach in the open air. We are not allowed to go camping. We are not allowed to go surfing. We are not allowed to sit in a park or a forest enjoying nature. We are not allowed to go for a leisurely drive if it is not essential. We are not allowed to visit our close family and friends, even if we maintain social distancing. Yet, hundreds of people can go shopping at Walmart at the same time to buy crap they don't need, overeat, drink too much, indulge in unhealthy habits. Neighbors are reporting people who leave their home without quote-unquote appropriate reason. Suddenly, mandatory vaccination is on the agenda as a solution, and we're made to believe that we are being rescued by our government via Bill Gates. Tracking of our location and our movements are happening across the country. 5G is rolling out as we speak or sleep, and there are countless doctors on YouTube trying to warn us. Countless cities and countries are fighting back and stopping 5G, but most of this material is getting taken down. Look it up. They're slowly moving us into a cashless system, further control and tracking. We live in a world where everyone is too scared to speak up for fear of being judged, ridiculed, and abused. If you feel compelled to dispute me, don't be the troll of the day. Let's see facts, let's see science, and let's discuss this like thoughtful adults, not fear-filled six-year-olds. Those that research and share are being ridiculed for being quote-unquote conspiracy theorists, when all we're doing is simply looking for answers, looking for the truth. 119,000 people have died of COVID-19 globally since November, according to the WHO, out of a global population of 7.77 billion. This means that 0.00015% of the world's population has died from coronavirus, and I put died in quotes, and yet the entire world is in lockdown. Multiple stories have broken that report on how people are dying from other causes and are given the COVID-19 diagnosis indiscriminately. Hundreds of thousands of people have already committed suicide this year. In the United States, one person dies every 37 seconds from cardiovascular disease, or about 647,000 deaths a year. Yet no one stops the world. Our mainstream media relentlessly continues to use fear-mongering tactics and propaganda to push us deeper into fear. Corporations are scrambling for government bailout money while hardworking Americans who have lost their jobs can't even get a rent freeze or sufficient bailout funds of their own. The government stimulus bill was for $2.3 trillion, and there are 328 million people in the United States. Yet most people don't even bat an eye 
when they are told they are getting a $1,200 check per person. But there's a problem, a math problem. If you haven't noticed, your stimulus check is a little short, about 5,800 short. Because when you divide 2.3 trillion by the total population, you get $7,000, which is about five times the amount that is not going to the American people. But it's definitely going to big business. How much more of this are we willing to take before we stand up and say, enough is enough? How long will we continue to sit back and let our human rights and civil liberties be taken away step by step? Where on earth do we draw the line here? End of message. And I find it funny, under the circumstances, when I read an Instagram post from Bill Gates, you probably have seen it already. He's behind a glass, holding a sign that says, Thank you, healthcare workers. You should see the comments. Thousands and thousands of people against Bill Gates. I think there's a great awakening taking place. Here's one comment from Dr. Ben Lynch responding to Bill Gates' message where Bill Gates says, Thank you to all the healthcare workers who are making heroic efforts to test and treat patients across the United States and the world. And this is Dr. Ben Lynch. He says, Testing is not happening. No vaccines will protect people from the flu. A healthy innate immune system will, though. Interesting that the news and you keep talking about how a vaccine is the cure. What about the next virus? And the next? And the next? Wake up. The issue is the global population is unhealthy because of industrialized food, industrialized medicine, and corporate interests over human health. We will not accept a mandated vaccine ever. Great words by Dr. Ben Lynch. And really, who elected Bill Gates king of the world? And where did he get his medical expertise? Now here's a chart. Chances of dying from coronavirus versus normal annual risk. Take a look at this chart. Take a little dot at the bottom. That's the coronavirus death rate, those little red dots. And there's the normal female death rate and the normal male death rate. It's almost the same. And the great Dr. Sherry Tenpenny says, 28% of U.S. counties have no cases. 80% of U.S. counties have 25 cases or less. 86% of all cases located in just 6% of U.S. counties. Why is no one with a megaphone telling you these facts? It's not a conspiracy. And I'm sure this image resonates with a lot of people around the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you, my government, for protecting me from the coronavirus by completely destroying my livelihood, my job, my income, my marriage, my family, my health, my freedoms, and all my civil liberties. And lastly, I want to read you an important letter I have a link on the description, and it would be great if you shared it far and wide. It is written by the CEO of AE Global Solutions, Inc., written to President Donald J. Trump. It reads, Dear Mr. President, I am writing to you once again to warn that the current solution of shutting down the world economy is far worse than the disease. My company developed a computer forecasting model that has picked every financial crash since 1987. All intelligence agencies are well aware of its existence. Our computer model has forecast wars and the political collapse of nations such as Russia in 1998. That forecast was even reported on by the London Financial Times prior to the event occurring. To be direct, our computer is showing that if the economy remains closed beyond May 1st, 
we are looking at a global economic decline that will not bottom for 13 years until we reach the year 2032. There are people, such as Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci, who have been advocating an economic shutdown on newspapers and television shows around the world. I believe Gates is merely using this to further his theory on vaccines, without any regard for the economic destruction these policies have caused, and Fauci is compromised by Gates' donations to the All Health Organizations. The current rate of unemployment is outpacing the loss experienced during the Great Depression, when it took three years to reach a rate of 25%. This economic closure is being used to exploit the people for political gain. It is hurting the poor the most, for they are losing jobs that will not return. Gates and Fauci have no respect for the economic damage and stress they have imposed upon the people, nor do they take any responsibility for the economic collapse that they have instigated. The Democrats' opposition to helping small businesses and their preference for handing out checks is idiotic. They will hand a person a fish to feed them for a single day and stand by gleefully as they destroy that person's ability to find employment. Not only are jobs being destroyed, but pensions. There is no consideration for the impact upon these states, and they will have to raise taxes, as trying to issue more debt proves difficult in the midst of an economic collapse. Some see this as a deliberate move to force universal basic income in place of employment to create a larger welfare state. Our computer has never wrongly forecast any major economic trend. Its reliable model is based upon capital flow movement, which is a proven result unlike academic theories that have failed since Karl Marx to John Maynard Keynes. The negative interest rate policy of central banks has wiped out pensions and trapped the central banks of Japan and Europe. They have destroyed their bond markets. Their only remaining tool is to cancel the currency and use this crisis to issue a new variety of debt in hopes of reviving their bond markets. The solution must also take into consideration that this is a political war. The very same people who have been advocating shutting down the economy and seeking socialism under the banner of climate change. These people are behind the demands to shut down the world economy by using a virus where the death toll is on par or less than the annual flu. I urge you to issue an executive order suspending for the duration of the lockdown in any state as a permanent abatement. 1. All interest payments, both personal and business, on any loan, including credit cards. 2. Foreclosures. 3. Payments of any rent or mortgages. And 4. Payments of any taxes, state and local. This will send lobbyists clamoring against those advocating this lockdown. Advocates like Bill Gates, who is now arguing that everyone should remain locked down for 18 months until he comes up with a vaccine, must be dealt with and not ignored. You must give the governors the incentive to look at this economic destruction in their own self-interest. The only remaining political weapon is money, and it is time to fight back. Let them go to the Supreme Court to fight this out. The CDC, NIH, and WHO accept private donations, which must stop immediately. It is not that the WHO is China-centric, but rather they are dominated by Bill Gates. The advice you are receiving is not independent and you should replace your advisors with real independent sources. The U.S. National Library of Medicine warns that this lockdown is dangerous to the people 
for it amounts to mental torture. Quote, this period of anxiety and adjustment to the isolation routine lasts from one to three weeks. Further isolation of four to six weeks leads to a feeling of dejection, an increasing dependency, loss of initiative, and spontaneous activity, lack of interest in personal appearance, immobility, and vacant gaze, unquote. There are forces using this virus for ulterior moves and creating a global economic collapse. They are dangerously undermining the entire world financial system, which threatens the rise of war. Historically, war never emerges as long as everyone is fat and happy. Rome fell because it first was weakened internally by corruption, which then encouraged the barbarians to storm the gates. The veil of civilization is being pulled back. Everything past generations have fought for is at risk. The economy expanded and life expectancy increased on the back of prosperity. This is now all being undone. Our fragile democracy and civilization itself rest in your hands. It will take someone with great courage to defend these principles if we are to survive as a civilization, society, and nation. I implore you to take action and recognize this is being used as a political weapon without any regard for the people themselves. Sincerely, Martin Armstrong. And I hope you spread that letter far and wide. This goes beyond political affiliation, unless your preferred ideology is communism or pure tyranny. That's it for this installment of the Corona Chronicles. Visit VeritasRadio.com and subscribe to a truly independent media platform. Thank you, and God bless. This is Mel Fabregas. Until next time, be well. Be well.